0: In my business, there is only one place, and that's to be a winner. Wash your hands, wash your butt, man, that's it.
1: Well, I felt like Spongebob for a minute, right? They said, hey, Dad, let's make a
2: TikTok. You know, there's times where you make plays that are special, and there's some times where you're like, that's pretty fucking good.
0: What up? It's Mercedes Lewis here, a.k.a. Big Dog. going big dog, big dog, big dog. you listening to the Poor Man's Packers Podcast, Go Pack Go. Good night, man. I'm so excited.
1: Let's roll. Let's roll. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers Podcast, the number one Packers Podcast in the state of our minds. I'm Smith, Mr. joined, as always, with Kyle Strakowski. Kyle. Hello. And welcome to week one. <sighs> to game week. Officially. <sighs> we are recording on Tuesday... In enemy territory. In enemy territory, unfortunately. The game will be played just a few miles away from us.
2: And with no fans, so they'll be pumping in artificial f- crowd noise, which they're accustomed to do. Very so used to it. Shouldn't be anything out of the ordinary for the Green Bay Packers on offense.
1: Yeah, no learning curve for the stadium workers at. Uh, I, just I, like any other Sunday. I still always want to say the Dome. I always, in Minnesota, I just always assume it's the Metrodome.
2: I the what i like to call us bank is like an origami stadium if you look at it from the outside there's there's too many awkward pieces sticking out and it just looks like a bad piece of origami it so, does
1: it looks everyone says a spaceship it does it it's one of those where when it came out you knew it was going to age poorly 10 years from now we're going to be like what is what well, is yeah, this
2: well, thing? what were they thinking and it killed a bunch of birds too so Yeah,
1: and it's already starting to fall apart. They've already had like millions of dollars worth of repairs just on like the black vinyl that they have on the outside. Oh my gosh. But I mean, what else could you expect from that organization? Nothing less. But on this episode, we will go through the 53-man roster news, the breakdown of, you know, the cuts and keeps after the cutdown on Saturday last week. We'll also have our preview and predictions for the upcoming season Followed by is Kyle an idiot? Perhaps dump packer fan of the week and a preview of the Viking game. So hopping right in, fifty three three man roster. We'll kind of breeze through this. It's been a couple days by now, but it. I mean, it's our last chance to talk about Jake Kumaro. Jake Kumaro mm. was one of the surprising cuts, along with Alex Light and Tim Williams. Nothing for nothing big for cuts this year, especially with. This is the first time in sixteen years. I'm sure everyone's heard for some sixteen years that we not kept an undrafted rookie on the roster understandably so but jake kumaro to buffalo kyle how do you feel i know you've never really been a huge fan of jake kumaro but I, it's, it's got to hurt a little bit like
2: it was it's kind of like the same that i had for janice like it's just yeah. like whatever to me like i understand his cult following within the packers fandom but like for me it's just like i don't know he never he never really did it for me like thanks for your two touchdowns i guess yeah he was hey we were we saw like i don't want to like that's not uh, it's it's coming off as like condescending almost but mm-hmm. like i don't know i just like i i, I love Kumaro. i was rooting for him but like it like i'm not like torn up over it you know
1: anytime you get a white guy at a skill position player people seem to latch on a little bit yeah, like, from Wisconsin. yeah. i mean you look at jordy john coon mm-hmm. obviously kumarow janice it just they kind of become fan
2: favorites early yeah. on plus with the i i get it with the luscious locks i get that too probably mm. adds to it but yeah i don't know thank you for your service um yeah
1: yeah yeah alex light was cut one of the guys who was kind of surprising it is a little scary going into the first week without a guy who's actually really played swing tackle uh because we kept yosh who has a beautiful beautiful I name. saw
2: among the beat that was a pretty surprising keep cuz he hadn't really practiced at all, had he?
1: Yeah, he he practiced like a handful of times the last week of practices when he was finally able to get on the field, but we'll just roll through it quick so obviously those guys were cut surprising keeps, Malik Taylor. And that's
2: obviously directly you know involved with Kumaro. Yeah. Like they obviously went him over Kumaro, which I'm fine with. Like I love the upside, I love the Exactly. Yeah, just basically upside. That's it. I mean, Kumaro, we know what he is. We know mm-hmm. what he's going to be. like He's kind of reached his ceiling, I think, he's because he's yep. on the wrong side of 30. So, yeah, completely support that. And that's decision. what
1: a lot of guys on the beat have said, too. And it's, I mean, it, you know, if you look at it for two seconds, you kind of get it because Kumaro, Alex Light, Tim Williams, these are all guys who have hung around the roster the last year or two trying to see what they could be. Well, now it's kind of been enough of that. We know Alex Light's just kind of whatever, Kumaro's kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're replacing that with Malik Taylor, who you know we don't know much about. Would you like to hear my nickname for him?
2: Uh, sure. i yeah. Go ahead, Freak Malik. Ooh, uh-huh, that's
1: uh-huh. okay. He he's not the you know super athletic, but I think it rolls off the tongue. I'm you know, a Pim big Pablo.
2: I'm just a big fan of the name Malik, though. I think. It looks cool spelled out. It sounds cool mm-hmm. to say. It's just it's a great name. So, Freak Malik, I like. Oh, I like that. That yeah. rolls.
1: We'll we'll see how long he sticks around. I think the roster is going to kind of mix up a lot this year, especially with the sixteen man practice squad and with
2: Ryan Grant lurking, he could be
1: he <laughs> yeah. could be there to take his spot and just be a, a paperweight. <laughs> yeah, just sit on the bench all year. It's weird because because like. Um, Like j Elliott, he is on a practice squad and Deshaun Kaiser is on a practice squad. I'm a big fan
2: of this where it's like they kind of threw out like the rules and requirements for that. Yeah, because McCown. Yeah, I was just going to say, you see the McCown thing, like he's technically on the practice squad, but he like I saw he doesn't even have to practice like he's Mm -hmm. in he lives in like texas or something i i saw that today too as long as he's in the weekly meetings through zoom like he's getting paid 20 grand a week Like what a life it's weird because
1: he must just want to have you know another well i guess he played for him last year last year too but it's like he why don't you just hire him on as a coach as some type of assistant role
2: well again i think it's like with everything going on with the virus like i just think it's yeah. a big emergency thing To yeah. where i yeah. mean carson wentz that guy has he played a full 16 yet uh rude man rude. I, I know i know but like it's it's reality it's a what have you done yeah. for me lately yeah you're and right still got paid hurts i don't think he's been hurt at all this camp but i mean who's their third string behind him ironic yeah so. yeah um, so <laughs>
1: other guys surprising keeps uh kebbiano ento the cornerback from Colorado, you know he was a surprise keep even for the Packers because he wears number 48. I assume he's going to change that just because you do not see many I'm corners in the
2: 40s. Deeply uncomfortable with that, so I hope <laughs> yeah. they change it.
1: Ugly, ugly. You <laughs> got to be a linebacker or even a safety. It's it's ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we referred to earlier, Yosh Niman the offensive tackle from Virginia Tech he's been on the roster for a little over a year now I am almost
2: positive you butchered that last name pronunciation probably
1: N I J man is how you spell it Nieman I don't yeah. know yeah oh, there you go offensive tackle he's 67 the biggest thing for him it's once again back to that potential thing he could you know he has the build of a prototypical left tackle and if he could get it together maybe you know once again, it's that upside, Alex Light. He's I've been seeing. Yeah, he's guy. got
2: he's got the size, the speed, and the footwork. It's just it comes down to can he get coached the technique portion, which obviously is tough. Probably the, the most th- important part of being an alignment. So we'll see. But I like the I like the the uncut stone that he is, and if they can mm-hmm. chisel him into a nice uncut gem, base, some might say even mm. you know that was a movie. Damn it, I was right there, and
1: damn it. It's okay. You were you were close enough, so I could you know set it back up for you. You're welcome. Um, Randy Ramsey, another guy who's kind of been sticking around. A lot of people thought we'd throw him on the. He wouldn't. We just throw him on the IR. He. We haven't done that yet because he's someone
2: who also didn't practice until the last week there. Another thing I'm a fan of is the IR rules too, where it's like it's only three weeks now. I wonder how many of these rules are going to stick around. I wonder, like and this is a whole different discussion with like with the practice squad and the IR rules, like what has been keeping them from doing that all along? Like I just, I never, and I've said this before, I really don't understand keeping a practice squad with only 10 players. Like you should at least be able to field an offense and a defense on your practice squad just for emergency purposes. I don't know.
1: Well, the way they do it is everyone's just practicing together. So you have enough, you should have enough guys to have, you know, the, the, um, the scout, you know, the scout team and everything, and that's more so what the practice squad is for is that you can have the number ones, the ones, the twos, and then you know, some walkthrough guys as well. But well, guess, with, with but... 16 players, it kind of helps. Uh, practice squad guys that are notable, just run through these quick. Stanford Samuel, rookie corner, he was making some noise as well during camp. A lot of people thought he would be the corner to make the roster instead of Ento. Reggie Bagleton made the practice squad, love it. Darius Shepard also made the practice squad. Love See, it. Th- these are the kind of guys you want to stick around, they're perfect for. I think every team, every fan base is like excited about their practice squad cuz they got to keep pretty much everyone that they Yeah, like heard there was about. really
2: no poaching this year, which is kind of nice.
1: Yep. Uh Tipa Galeo, the outside linebacker who was performing well as well, as well. flashes, yep. Alex Light is back on the practice squad, which is exactly what we want practice uh Alex Light for is being a practice squad guy with also now another rule for this year is you can call up two guys from the practice squad on game day and it really doesn't you know, you don't have to cut anyone essentially when you do that either, which is another huge thing with the coronavirus. And if any other injuries pop up, it's Again, just why, with your roster.
2: Why does that? Why does it take a global pandemic for that sort of rule to be introduced? I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's odd. It's because, especially the IR rule, too. Um, I remember hearing someone talk about it earlier this week because the first time it happened was Cedric Benson back in the day and they immediately had to throw him on and it was still. Well, we, you know, you had two guys, you, you or one or two guys you could designate to return off the IR. Mm-hmm. But even when you did it, you know, if they have if the injury is worse than you originally thought, you would just lose them for the entire year, and so then
2: like you don't
1: get that designated yeah. to return spot back. Stupid. Like, there was like no thought process. So, it. so it's nice, you know. I don't. There's I don't understand why you wouldn't want to be more flexible with the roster. You know, especially and obviously this, that's why they're doing it. This, this is year.
2: another tangent that has nothing to do with the Packers, but it's still kind of. These weird antiquated rules at the NFL is. I, I just remember reading, I didn't read too much into it, but with the clowny stuff, mm-hmm. how the Saints tried to pull a sign and trade and the NFL prohibited that. It's just like if teams can get creative like that and just be forthright and saying, hey, we want to trade this draft pick to open up cap space, like why would you not allow them to do that? That just seems so unnecessarily restrictive. Yeah. It's it-
1: just. I don't know. It seems like one of those, you know, Belichick rule
2: type things where you're just kind of right on the line of it because I, I get it. It's but- not even like being like Belichick. Yeah, I I think that's different because they weren't being very manipulative in a sense. They were mm. like if they can if they are saying, yes, we want to give up draft capital to free up. Cap yeah, that's, how is uh, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, like they're being very up front. I don't know. I, don't I know. mean,
1: they pretty much did it before with Brock Osweiler too, and exactly the Texans, Brown Texans, Denver De- De- Texans, Browns, whoever it was at the time. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't Brown know, who, who Yeah, played for so many teams,
2: but but it's just NFL and their stupid ways.
1: Yeah. Well, they're learning. Hopefully, they stick to it now. Uh, well, at least with you know the roster stuff. Last couple of guys notable for the practice squad: Jake Hansen, the sixth rounder. He did make it on the practice squad. A lot of people were thinking maybe he'd push for. Interior line position and Dexter Williams, a running back from last year, who made it.
2: And then who was the? Uh, I know we cut a sixth round draft pick. Who was that? Well, we
1: there is a uh, Stepanak
2: yeah, who's yeah. who's on the pup,
1: so he's he's still on the team. He hasn't played at all, so he just gets to pretty much. It's going to be red shirt year for gotcha. him. But yeah, that that's it for for the roster breakdown. Like I said, nothing too much for surprises. Pretty. You know, especially without preseason and open practices, there's a lot less news this year. But. Mm-hmm. However, now moving on, maybe I'll throw something in there. <laughs> Season predictions. Segue, segue, segue. Season Transition. predictions. The Green Bay Packers have 16 games this year, Kyle. That, uh, that are scheduled that are ske- <laughs> that are currently scheduled but hey we're looking pretty good i thought it would be a little more daunting going into week one with the coronavirus stuff at least early on when a lot of people yeah. were testing positive in baseball how bad it looked early on yeah i'm feeling pretty good now me too we have uh 12 different opponents this year six of them made the playoffs last year the vikes saints texans niners eagles titans got that first place schedule yeah yeah we do have the first place What's schedule you
2: get for winning the division but oh shucks Personally, I am a little
1: optimistic this year. I think we'll just run through a the little. offense and defense quickly. Offense, uh, the breakdown of the roster. I don't know if you know this. Aaron Rodgers will be starting. <laughs> oh, no. almost <laughs> just, just fell through the. No, I chair. definitely
2: did fall through. Okay, sorry. Go okay. Ahead. No,
1: we're good. We're okay. See, oh, only one week I, with this I chair. hope
2: that little k'dunk is heard through the mic. I
1: was was... to, but this is, see, once again, this is the brand. You know, the it's chairs so, are falling apart while the recording. The
2: structure is so poor. Okay. <laughs> Go
1: ahead. Aaron Rodgers is the starting quarterback this year. It's true. Devonte Adams number one, Lazard number two. Depth chart came out today. Number three is MBS. But once again, I think all this stuff's just gonna kind of rotate. Um, I don't know the tight end position. Mercedes, Mercedes. Lewis, Sternberger,
2: Tanyan. I really I Stern like Stern is listed as tight end three, but again, I'm not holding any weight for this this uh, depth chart at all because. LaFleur loves the – the what's the door that um, – Rotating door? Rotating – is that what it's called? Oh, uh, there's another word for it. Rotating – That's t- how he likes to treat the the playable tight end. So I, I yeah. take no credence with that. Is credence a word?
1: Yeah, that works. I think that works. It's good enough. People know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Robert Tanyan, he was coming off. He had a pretty good year going on last year, too, until he hurt his hip against Dallas. Yep. So maybe if he can stay healthy – just an,
2: Unbelievable throw from Rodgers when he hurt his hip. Yeah, that's you true. probably remember.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, running backs: Aaron Jones, the lead dog. Jamal Williams is number two, and AJ Dillon is listed as the number three running back. Tyler Irvin is still listed as a running back on the on the depth chart, and he actually, Irvin might actually be number three now that I think of it.
2: Side Aaron Jones news: According to Aaron Jones himself, his agent has been in talks with the Green Bay Packers on a contract. I so, saw that. It's exciting. Uh, it makes me a little nervous as a, but the cap sort of guy. Um, but you know, looking over at Joe Mixon's deal, that's I, what scares me. I, uh, you you wouldn't you wouldn't like that. I mean, what I did I it would. end up being? It was it was forty eight over four. Yeah, and I think that's an extension. So it might they might be able. To, it might not even. It might be below twelve. It's
1: per. it's just it's so tough. I I feel like if we get a deal done with Aaron Jones, it won't be until after the year, just because I think Bakhtiari is so much more important mm-hmm. to get signed. Agreed. I mean, you look at what we've done at the tackle position. Once again, it's you know it's, um, Captain uh, Hindsight. There you go. It's Captain Hindsight. But we, we, you look at the money we gave Billy Turner and the money we gave Rick Wagner. We could have just given that to Brian Balaga. He's only getting paid ten million per year the next couple of years, and we'd have the right tackle position locked down. We have we'd have Elaine Taylor at right guard. We'd be absolutely fine. But we got a little little muddy there, so
2: we'll we'll see. I, I yeah, just, no disagreement for me on preferring Bach over Jones, but um, yeah, would would love to see thirty three resign.
1: It's gonna it's gonna be scary, and I we said it from the account too. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins signed his mm. extension today as well, which is fat. Massive. And Devontae Adams is in a contract just year gonna next say, year. It
2: makes me a little worried about Devontae's money that he's due. Because whatever he is due, he deserves every single penny. But we'll just see how Russ Ball and Devonte's agent yeah. think about that. Yeah. And we'll we'll
1: see for the offenses as a whole. The we'll the offensive line is still the biggest question mark for me. The the right side, you know, we do have Lane Taylor at right guard. Locked and it said, down.
2: and it said Billy Turner at right tackle.
1: Yeah, and which I which I believe, and he's still kind of been practicing doing uh, uh, walkthroughs and everything at, at the beginning. So we'll we'll see. Rick Wagner is banged up too, but I mean, on Sunday we'll talk about it later. But it might I, be a complete.
2: I am extremely excited for this offense. I mean, think a year ago. On Thursday night, was it Thursday night? Yeah, I think we opened this. Se- yeah, yep. we opened the season against the Bears and we scored 10 <laughs> points. And it at times, like, it just looked out of sync and lackluster and miscommunications. But I re- I think it'll be night and day week one offensively Hopefully. from here. So. Hopefully.
1: The offense usually takes a little longer to get going in the NFL than the defense. I mean, shoot, after last week, we were saying, oh, you know, Rogers, too, we have a defense. And mm-hmm. Then we got to San Francisco and we didn't have a defense.
2: Ah, well, he, uh, we still had a defense. The though. only, the only play,
1: day. offensive play, I remember from that first game is the M, the MBS yep. catch. Nothing else. Well,
2: Jimmy, thanks, Jimmy. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> God, I mean that, that tells you what <laughs> the, the op- how, ball. How much better this offense should be this year because MBS hopefully will actually be involved. And there's really, off. yeah,
2: there's really no new pieces who need to like get up to speed with the playbook. So yeah. should be like I said, night and day.
1: I'm excited for the offense. I think it's going to be more of, you know, that running team play action type stuff, shorter stuff, hopefully, too. But I mean, if we can get the, the I, I just said short stuff, but if we can get the Jordy, you know, bootleg
2: post post over the middle of
1: oh, oh, once, once that hits the first time to like MBS or Lazard or someone, I'm just going to go off. It can't be Devonte, It can't be Devonte because he's just known for so yeah. much other things, yes. so yes. many other things. But the defense, too. I think this is a little bit more exciting this year. Outside linebackers, Darius, Preston, Rashawn, that is, you know, I go back and forth for what I'm more excited excited for, the secondary or the outside linebackers, just because, you know, thinking of third down with all three of those guys Mm. on the field is just, ooh. And especially with,
2: like, for week one, especially, that offensive line, oh, my gosh, salivating. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that Rashawn Gary can start showing us some stuff
1: this year next year so that maybe you know we love the smith brothers but maybe preston could be a little
2: expendable whoa whoa hey just let's just put one foot in front of the other first please
1: okay okay how about this would you rather have preston smith or aaron Rodgers? Aaron. Okay.
2: All right. What What does that have to do with uh, it?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. We'll see. The decisions are gonna have to be made in the next couple of years, and we might have to lose a couple of guys we like to keep one that we love. Hmm. You okay. understand? You see what I mean?
2: Not really. But De- go on.
1: Defensive line. Uh, Kenny Clark. He's pretty good. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Dean Lowry. Kiki. I'm really hoping this is Kiki can hop up this year. Also, rumors today. I don't know if other people have a Twitter account. Snacks. Harrison did say that the Packers. Have contacted him about possibly, you know, coming think to the, play on the, the team.
2: The direct words were requested your services, and he said yes. They have, so I don't know if that means like an actual contract is offered. I would. Or... It, it
1: would be the um. God, what was his name? Uh, Petten, Petten's dude who got who got hurt right away is ACL Wilkerson. Yeah, they give him the Muhammad Wilkerson special, the one-year deal near that minimum is what i assume and snacks then just would get.
2: incentives loaded. Hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting. i mean that would a uh, defensive line of Kenny Clark, Kiki and Snacks. That i mean just having a guy whose nickname is Snacks would just be worth it in itself. That's true. Hey, that might that might come into
1: play for trivia later on. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we will see. Secondary. Hmm. I mean, we got to just love these guys. All the corners. This is might be the last year of Kevin King in on the defense. I would assume it is. But Jair, Kevin King, Shannon Sullivan, officially the nickel corner. I mean, how many... We got to pay Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones, Corey Lindsley, Kevin King.
2: Yeah, yeah, but how big of a payday is Kevin King really due? I mean, did you see
1: what the Bengals paid uh, Mackenzie Alexander, I think? Trey Waynes. uh, Trey Waynes, there you go. Trey Waynes from the Vikings. I mean, that is... King is probably going to get Mm. something similar to that. And I don't know if King plays all 16 games this year and signs signed somewhere else. Then he's
2: probably gone, yeah.
1: Well exactly he's going to turn into Casey Hayward probably not as good of a player but it's going to be one of those things where no matter where he signs and if you do damned if you don't absolutely and the safety position too: Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos Amos
2: Amos? super excited yeah like you said I'm it's hard to decide what I'm more excited for the DBs or the the edge rushers but yeah just I mean I feel like those are definitely the two most important positions to have as a whole for your defensive group and yeah we're, we're in a sweet spot with those two position groups being as loaded as they are
1: and the biggest thing this year too is we we're very 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 I'm, i don't know if you've heard this a lot of times the packers caught some breaks last year mm-hmm. maybe not just in games but we were extremely extremely healthy mm-hmm. and if we can stay healthy again i think we can be a 13 and 3 team again but yes. we you gotta assume we're gonna have some injuries there, so that's shush what I'm... Yeah, knocking on, knocking on wood. Well, of course, la, la, when we recorded last, I said, hey, there's some injuries we don't know about, and sure enough, the Billy Turner and then Kamal Martin. Kamal Martin, Martin. yeah.
2: Ugh. Speaking of, that sucks about him. He was really flashing. I know. That was the next oh. position. group. That's a good segue.
1: Yeah, inside linebacker, Christian Kirksey, Martin, Burks, Burks, Burks listed as the two.
2: The least exciting group <laughs> uh, uh, on defense. I, I wouldn't... Uh, I mean... They don't have I a guess December by default because like I'm I'm so excited about Kirksey. I just think he's going to make the defense like just look faster almost in a way. Yeah. A way.
1: yeah. and Goody did say that yesterday too that he brings that explosiveness that that position hasn't had in a while. Probably well, I guess we'll see, but probably since freaking Desmond Bishop which wow. was 10 years ago.
2: I loved him. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah, I don't know so We've kind of walked through it there. We don't have to talk about, you know, JK and Mason Crosby. They'll they'll get their, their share of fame later on. But Kyle, predictions for this year. Three bold predictions for the season. Um You go first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, very pre I will go first. I am going to piggyback off of something someone else said, and I think it makes sense. Rashawn Gary ten plus sacks this year. I'm feeling I'm really hoping, (laughs) you know, another year in the Mike Pettin defense, this pressure that we keep talking about Kiki being on the defensive line, hopefully maybe helping opening stuff up. Everyone else staying a little bit more fresh. I think it's very, very possible. All right. Should
2: we do a little zigzag? Yeah, I'm thinking of of these on the spot. Oof! And I just I'm going to start this off with you don't give up on the people you love. (laughs) Oh, no. You probably know where I'm going with yep. this. I said I was done, but I'm not. Ooh. I'm not giving up <laughs> on someone I love. MVS. Ooh. 1,100 receiving yards. 1,100. 1,100. <laughs> if that happens, <laughs> that is the boldest. I mean, what is it? Is it predictions or is it bold predictions, Spence? I mean, okay. Is it predictions
1: or is it bold predictions? Devontae Adams only has one 1,000 yard season.
2: Yeah, but he has like. Four at 997 <laughs> I, so i know I, and well, mvs is more of a deep threat and i don't know if you know this but you really. get more yards on the longer your routes are okay hey
1: i will <sighs> okay that's very very bold that might be bold enough where the other ones don't have to be nearly as bold but okay. i like it i like it you know hopefully if that happens i would not be mad i'll tell you that much Ooh, i got my next one already i can't wait okay this is mine this is my next one robert tanyan finishes the year with the most receiving yards at tight end Ooh, I really think I really think he's going to end up being the guy. I once again I'm I I like Jace. I really like Jace. At the end of last year, he, I thought he was coming on strong, but with the whole coronavirus list, where he wasn't able to practice and he was a little slow in practice as well, hasn't made a big name for himself. I think Robert Tiny. You know, he's been around for three or four years. He's trained with Kittle. He's got the nice build that you want from a tight end. He got banged up last year. I think there's a good chance that he could be, I mean, even, who knows, he could be the third receiver on this team, you know, the third most receiving yards by the end of the season. Mm. So, I don't know.
2: That's what I'm feeling. Kyle, do you have another bold prediction? I am going to go, again, the theme is people I love, (laughs) Uh huh. not giving up on. Swerve and Irvin. Ooh, yeah. Two return touchdowns this year. Ah okay. Kick or punt. Kick okay. or punt.
1: I like that. I was trying to think of an urban one too, and I was I was like, he has more receptions than and I was like, no, that's I couldn't come
2: up with it. Yeah, anything. let's uh let's let's uh do the little defib thing where you rub the thing together and bzz, he's gonna ooh. be like that for our special teams.
1: I hope so I mean sh- shoot, he did it last year anyways, just getting on the roster and yeah. just having Nova- him back there with December
2: like a well like a a warming presence where it's like ah oh, like this, yeah. this ball is either going to get fielded or, you know, nine-yard return, which is better than bouncing to the two-yard line or whatever. Oh, well, you
1: don't like that? Or, or just fumbling for yeah. no reason? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, No, I'm not a fan. Yeah, and hes it's weird to think that, yeah, he
1: didn't start playing for us until the beginning of December last year. Mm-hmm. So it'll be... It, and it's weird to pick up someone who's, I don't want to say electrifying, but he's a very electric player just for being, you know, a guy who's kind of hung around the league for a couple of years. Yep,
2: especially like... If you couldn't cut it out in Jacksonville, it's like, wow. Well, but then again, like, yeah, Jacksonville doesn't really have this sort of sustained culture of greatness. So it's, it, it makes a lot of sense why he slipped away from I moments. thought of that, too,
1: because I think we scooped up another guy off the Jags roster or practice squad recently. I don't remember who, but, yeah, I mean, Irvin and uh, Alan Lazard both spent time with the Jags That's right. and then came over to us. So I'm, part part of it is our offensive coordinator – Obviously, he's he was the offensive coordinator for the Jaguars as well. Right. I mean, oh Heck well. It. Obviously, uh, Mercedes Lewis as well. I don't know if you remember that. We know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that I like that prediction. I wasn't even thinking of returns. My last one. Jair Alexander. Damn it. Five plus picks and makes his first Pro Bowl. I, I think it's tough. It's tough to make a Pro Bowl just because it's such a name recognition league.
2: So or when status. we go back. Or like when you go back to edit this or whatever, make sure like before you go, you just you put mild predictions for years. (laughs) Like none of your three predictions have made me scoff. Like at least one of them should have made me go, you're insane. Like all three of them are like, oh yeah, that's uh that could happen. I uh, like that. Okay, then we'll just Robert Tanyan, It'll be no too late now. You can't. I I said no. I did say
1: third, third in the team in receiving yards. I I think I can stick with that. You said lead. I said or, lead tight ends, and then later on I, say, I said there's a good chance he could be the okay. third, you know, third
2: guy in receiving. Very guards. mild,
1: very mild. Rashawn Gary, ten plus. He had like, yeah, okay. He
2: had like a sack last year. All right. Um, damn, I was about to do a Jair one with like seven picks. You know, that's bold. Five. I mean, eh. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. There again with the theme. Not get well. This isn't really giving up on someone you love because. That would imply there were opportunities to give up on this person because this is a new person, but it's someone I love already and I'm very excited about. Christian Kirksey causes eight turnovers this year. We've been severely lacking a playmaker in the middle of the defense. We'll say say two picks and six forced fumbles.
1: Okay, okay. I like that. I mean, forced fumbles, so maybe we don't have to pick them up but if he forces 6 yeah, of them, okay absolutely
2: that makes a little okay i just think like i don't want to you know beat a dead horse by trashing blake martinez but like the guy just tackled and then like that was it <laughs> yeah. i think kirksey can can move around and tackle. cause and tackle <laughs> but then also take the ball away so okay there it is.
1: Wow, well yours are incredibly more bold than mine. I again I think I want to put a graphic up and it would be it'll be hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. It'll still the eleven 1, hundred yards for MVS. If that happens, I hope it happens because now this, you know, we'll be listening to this in the future when it happens
2: mm-hmm. as well, you
1: know? Mm. But okay, okay. Well, I guess
2: <laughs> sticking so along. So That was mild and bold predictions. There
1: yeah, maybe that'll have to be what, mild it, and what bold. the title is. So I guess just scooching along here predictions for the season for the rec the record for the green bay packers do you want me to go first or you know i will i will go first okay second like i said six playoff teams it's not a very it doesn't look like a super daunting schedule but it's i don't know if week one is pretty big because we kind of start off with not the easiest schedule either you know with the vikings are still a pretty solid team and then we have Detroit, who always seems to play us hard. It seems like the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Then it's New Orleans, then Atlanta. Those aren't the easiest places, but I still think we're making the playoffs. I don't know how far we're going to make it in the playoffs, but I am going to say that the Green Bay Packers will go eleven and five this year. Okay. I think Vegas has it at like nine and a half. Like nine and a half is the line, mm-hmm. which is a little, you know, scary. But I don't know what.
2: How are you feeling, Kyle? Um, I mean, I'm not in the like. I'm not trying to gain any sort of credibility here, so I'm very aware of my bias. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think a lot of the Packers have heard the chatter of the offseason. Really? About how they're the biggest frauds, uh, the biggest th- fraud thirteen and three team ever, um, Pythagorean wins, expected point total, all that bullshit. And I think like they're just gonna be so stubborn, they're gonna mess around and go fourteen and two. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Like and please disregard this if we lose week one. We're not going to. <laughs> okay. But it all goes to shit if we lose week one week one. If we win week one, we are absolutely going fourteen and two. But if so,
1: not, then then like thirteen and three. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Incredible. Ingr- I, I thought like if you would have said like eight and
2: eight, I'd be like, oh wow. But nope. Okay. I'm just so sick. I just I was oh the like, the, the, the worst thirteen and three team in the world to ever exist, and like the the amount of times I've seen Pythagorean wins is some is an amount I'm not comfortable with no longer. Is that the term? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I just remember like the Pythagorean theorem, throw. and I legitimately saw a tweet from a PFF verified football account uh-huh. that read the words, "Winning close games isn't a skill." That was a thing that was yeah, said. In, I know in non-unironically, I, I and so I just think. Just like the world, the football gods, just despite those people, are going to make the Packers go fourteen and two. Yeah, I and we
1: talked about that too. I I get it. It is very dumb. It is a very dumb sentence to read. But I I believe I heard the stat last year that you know the Packers in twenty nineteen had the same amount of close games as the Packers in twenty eighteen. The difference was is the Packers won all the close games in twenty nineteen. When in twenty eighteen with Mike McCarthy, they lost them. Hmm. And that's just all the difference was. I mean, you know, a Ty Montgomery fumble, yep. a I, Kirk Cousins, uh, wasn't
2: a marshmallow. Yeah, I didn't even want to think of that one, but yeah. I, so that's what we have for season I predictions. I just, I'm like, I, I bet so many people rolled their eyes at my fourteen and two prediction, but I, I, I truly do believe that. I don't know, like, yeah. Uh, like, I, I can't find it in me to be like, yeah, 10 and 6. That seems right. I like, almost I just think they're going to win every game with it, Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. It's so
1: weird this year, too, because we haven't seen the team at all. You know? Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, after, usually in the preseason, you wouldn't. You see for, like, a series, and even then, it's like, eh. Yeah.
1: Well, you usually get, like, a half the third preseason yeah. game. But, yeah, I mean, maybe two games in, we'll be like, oh, holy shit, maybe Kyle was actually right on this one, and he mm-hmm. isn't an yet So, we will see. But that is what we have four. The Season Predictions.
2: Here's a commercial. Are you going inside a public building? Have you developed a double chin that you want to hide out in public? Have you finally decided to wear a mask after being the star in one too many public freakout videos? Sounds like you could use a homemade cloth mask. 26hats.com makes some of the best cloth masks around. Check out the website to see what styles are available. Each mask is handmade using hands to make them. There's no better way to represent the state of Wisconsin while also making yourself less contagious than wearing one of these masks. For custom koozies, book covers, and face coverings, visit 26hats.com today.
1: And now everyone's favorite segment is
2: Kyle and Idiot. Oh, dude. Yesterday, so it's Labor Day. Yesterday, right? Okay. For yeah. For some we'll, reason, we'll cut. We'll put in the the drops or in here. Okay. I yep. slept super. Like I turned twenty. Like as soon as I turned twenty five, the the universe was like, okay, you're old, and mm-hmm. that's been the case. I woke up with just this, the worst kink in my neck. I couldn't like move to the side. So I, long story short, I was in bed all day, and I ripped through the entire Star Wars O.G. trilogy. And I get it now. Yeah. I get it. See? Like, I remember you saying once, like, we, I had never watched the whole Star Wars trilogy through. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember you saying it changed the way movies were made. And I was like, that seems dramatic. But then seeing, <laughs> watching it, how the first one was made in 1977, literally a decade ahead of its time. It's pretty amazing. It's one of those things where um, the
1: easiest thing you can compare to would be, and you know, there's back and forth on this, but like the Beatles, where you listen to the Beatles and it's like, oh, okay, cool, this, they're really good. But you have to put yourself in the mindset where everything else at that time sounded so much different, and these are, you know, the people who kind of innovate and change like a everything.
2: whole new thing, but like the same thing, but just a extremely innovative. Exactly, and, new style. and you
1: know, Star Wars was the first big like blockbuster really because it was space you know
2: like i was just the whole time i was watching it's like wow they did all this in 1977 Mm -hmm. that's pretty pretty insane and i'm it sucks with football coming up i don't know when i'm gonna be able to start binging the the 90s trilogy oh you'll find it oh yeah those you'll really
1: really enjoy those ones like jar jar binks i'm not an idiot okay you sure? Yes. But all right, back on the rails. Is Kyle an idiot? I will give you three trivia questions. Um, I hope you enjoy them. I wish you the best. You are at five, five, and, four. five and four. Yeah, five and four on the air. You're positive. I am uh, one and two. All right. Is Kyle an idiot? The Packers have reportedly signed Ramon Foster, a wide receiver from Alabama. That thought it was Robert. Is it Robert? I must be thinking of a different guy. Foster, from Alabama, wide receiver, practice squad, Green Bay Packers. Give me two other Packers who have played for Alabama. There's only one player from Alabama on the current roster.
2: Haha ha, Clinton Dix. And are you... Th- wait, do they need to be on the roster right I'm now? I'm just
1: telling you, there's only one on the roster right now.
2: Um, Eddie Lacy. Boom. Mm, yep, there you go. How many more can you name? Um... That might be it. <laughs> Ooh, Bart Starr.
1: He's one of them. Oh those. my god. Oh <laughs> my God. Okay. Well see that's a good year. I'm thinking more, you know, modern. <laughs> I, I know. That's perfect though. You 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 know, you get the point, but you do feel a little bit like an idiot in the process. J. Mm-hmm. K. Scott is the guy uh, which is I mean, he'd be, you know, kind of forgettable. Yeah. Tim Williams, who we got, he played for Alabama, Tony Brown from last year, I'm sure you remember. Oh yep. Don Hudson. Where's he Alabama at nowadays? Tony Brown, I don't think he's in the league. I could be wrong though.
2: That was wild. That was really high on him. I was yeah, excited
1: for it him. sounds like he just kind of didn't take it serious enough, and he kept showing up late to stuff. Uh, and that Charlie just, Pepper. Charlie Pepper so is another wild one.
2: wild to me, like being in the top 0.0001% mm. of what you like to do. And, and
1: Rodgers loved him too during the offseason. He kept praising Tony Brown a ton, and then.
2: Yeah, that's just so bizarre out. to me. Yep. But,
1: yep. but there you go. 1 0. Sweet. The next question. Mm. Kyle, I don't know if you know this. The Packers are playing the Vikings on Sunday. Both teams have playoff aspirations. Who was the starting QB for the Vikings the last time they played each other in the playoffs? Joe Webb. Yep,
2: very good. Yeah. yeah, I figured that was easy. Oh, my God. How could you forget? Okay. (laughs) People actually... (laughs) People actually... (laughs) Hold on.
1: Wow, okay. People actually... (laughs) Yep. Wow, you're actually like laughing really... You're like about to cry. You're laughing so hard. He thought, you're not you're not going to like how I would play to you. I just keep
2: thinking about Lambeau Field. It's cold as hell, and he throws a 15-yard out that hits the 7-yard
1: <laughs> I will say this. I don't know what the hell was going on with the Vikings. Oh, uh, my Cr- God. Christian Ponder <laughs> was hurt. He had, like, a super bruised arm. He couldn't play. They ran a read Ooh. option that first series and marched down the field and had a field goal attempt, I think. If they would have ran the read option, the Packers might have been in trouble oh that my game, God. but Take they went away from it. Joe Webb. <laughs> All right, very good. 2 and 0 on the week. Okay, this one is a little <laughs> a little bit tougher. Who scored the first touchdown in US Bank Stadium? That is where the Packers will be playing on Sunday.
2: Like So this is obviously a non-Packer?
1: Well, it is. I I wouldn't be asking the question if it didn't have to do with the Packers. The uh, Packers-Vikings opened up that new stadium.
2: Oh, that's right. Um,
1: So I'll give you a clue. It is a Green Bay Packer. It is.
2: um, Okay, so this would have been... Three or four years ago.
1: Yeah, 16 or 17. Um... The year after that, Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone at
2: US Bank. I was there for that game. It really uh, I sucked. I feel this is wrong, but I'm gonna find a way to stall so I can think more. I because mean, whenever I sit there in silence, you go, "Hurry up and answer! Hurry up and answer!" Well, so if, this is me stalling, trying to buy time. Um, if you don't know, you don't know.
1: But I mean, this is kind of a guess, anyways. You're t- you know you're too annoying. Oh. All right, James Jones. Ooh no, it was Jordy Nelson. Damn it. Yeah, we went ahead in that game and we ended up losing, which really sucked. I was really hoping we would have won that first game. But Damn
2: it. yeah, I can't believe oh, I'm like I I'm really glad I was I was able to witness the Green Bay Packers' first ever win in US Bank, but I'm very upset that it took as long as it did. But yeah, uh, I know. The fact that it was to clinch a division and like force the Vikings into the 6th seed, like that that makes it all all that's the, that worthwhile. is a very good
1: point. I, yeah, I didn't even think of it that much, but yeah, you're right. It did, it did and that was a little scary going into that game because if we lo- lost that, it would have totally. Yeah. We might have, yeah, yeah. But we don't have to worry about that anymore. But mm-hmm. that's it. Two and one for the week. Very good, Kyle. You are seven and five. Seven five. Yep. Seven and five. All right. On the season, Same positive baby. All right. Uh, well,
2: I need my question. Okay. Stump
1: Spenny. Like it's
2: <laughs> great. I <laughs> always great. like when I start that way. Yep. Um. I guess I'll start with this. Do you remember the last time the Packers went thirteen and three?
1: Um, I'm gonna assume. Well, it wasn't run the table, so it must have been what? What year was it? 2015, 2016. What was it? Or oh, wait, is that Lower. the? That is the trivia question, is it?
2: No, I like it's. This is like a weird broad question. Okay, give me the year. 2007. Okay. Jesus, really? Yeah. It's so the last time they went exactly 13 3. Okay. So then, so how that, did how did that following just This is kind of open-end. I'll let you run with whatever answer yep. you want to want with. How did they open the following year, and how did that following year play out? So 2007
1: was Brett Favre, correct? Mm-hmm. So Brett Favre, he lost in the NFC Championship game. The next year, Aaron Rodgers starts. First game of his career was against the Minnesota Vikings at Lambeau Field. Boom. Um,. Oh, so what? And I'm gonna go ahead and guess because what's our last game this year? I'm assuming you're saying that the first and last game this year is the same as it was back in two thousand seven. Is that what you're saying?
2: Not really, but let me check. (laughs) Go on.
1: Okay. Well, okay. I I guess you said open-ended question. Yeah, I think what we finished the year six and ten. If it wasn't six and ten, we were seven and nine. You were right on the first one. Yeah. Okay. Six and ten. Um, yeah, Rodgers played well, lost a lot of close games. Defense wasn't very good.
2: Yeah, that was uh, pretty much what I was looking for in the, in the in the answer. That was, yeah, six okay. and ten. Um, was there anything memorable about Rodgers' first start? Yeah, he threw a, a touchdown to Corey Hall.
1: I remember I think that was his first touchdown as a starter. Yeah. Um, Jared Allen, going into the game, said that he couldn't wait to face Aaron Rodgers so that he could drill his helmet into Aaron Rodgers' spine. What the f- Yeah, I remember that. Um,
2: yeah. What yeah, if- that was... Uh, you knocked it out of the park, dude. <laughs> that throw to Corey Hall is literally yeah. the most... Abs- <laughs> I, it has to be the most absurd in his whole career. It it's, has to be. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's so the tough. The physics behind it makes zero sense. Because he was just kind of rolling around, falling down, and... Corey Hall, a fucking fullback in the middle of the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the place. I, so yeah, that question. I basically I wanted to accomplish two things. I wanted you to flex a little bit. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. You you yeah. really just flex your knowledge there. Yep. And two, I kind of wanted to like everything's kind of connected. They went ah, thirteen and three. Okay, I see. You know, they opened the following year against the Vikings. He Rogers throws this just unbelievable pass. I don't know. I just like the the similarities. Gotcha. The okay. So. Okay. Don't I can't it. believe yeah, they went six and ten that year though. But again, it was his first year as starters. So. It
1: it was very reminiscent of the twenty eighteen Packers where, you know, they just they lost a lot of close games and Rodgers didn't have much of a chance. He was still learning, but the defense was just bad. It was mm. not very good. And then the next year is when we got Dom Capers, I believe. But that is it for is Colin Idiot slash Stump Spetty. All right. Dumb Packer fan of the week. Uh oh! It is back after a pretty long hiatus. I don't even think we've had one since what the end of last year.
2: Just I would like feedback on if this segment stinks or not. I've heard people have said it's their favorite, and people have
1: said it's their least favorite. So it's tough. You know, it's tough for me to decide just, if we should I do like, it. I like,
2: I like the idea of this, but there's just something missing with it. I'm trying. I'm trying to
1: simplify it for just one. Every week and this week, it is Sharon, which is just perfect. It's a perfect oh, hot start. So the Green Bay Packers posted a little article um, titled Packers GM sees confident level in Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur as 2020 season arrives. And there's a quote up top that says, there's just a confidence level there in what they're doing and how this thing has grown. Mm. Sharon commented, he better play better and fight this year, every game, every minute. Just a great, great start. Okay, she you know she had some reactions there. Just a little.
2: I don't like. I, I don't like her tone. Easing in, you know, easing. It just in. it feels like, like she's saying as if he wasn't doing that already. So mm-hmm. I, I don't like it already. But go on.
1: Yep. So th- then he says, or she says, he wasn't trying last year in the playoffs. You know, he's been playing for fi- someone else <sighs> says he's been playing for fifteen years. Sharon and, and she's like, he wasn't trying and hard enough in the, the playoffs. Dumbness. So Larry and Larry's the voice of reason here. He says, Sharon, or what's what's going to happen He's after she said he better try harder this year? Mm. Larry says, what's going to happen? Bench him for Boyle or Love? He, he plays hard, needs another receiver, and a run D. What do you think the record would be without him? Six and 10, maybe, or four and 12? Sharon said, no, but now he does have his Malibu lifestyle he might focus more
2: on. Wow, <laughs> that is so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's... It's the perfect, you know, the mad fan, stupid fan. Like,
2: unlike... Reaching. uh, What's the word? Intruding and, like, being entitled to what they do in their personal life. Like, Mm -hmm. wow, their Malibu lifestyle.
1: Yeah. someone else comes back, John says, unless you're a coach or NFL player,
2: you shouldn't have this opinion and it's sad that (laughs) like like, that is such a good way to respond Mm -hmm. like i love that you should not have this opinion yep it's bad and you shouldn't have it and there was a bunch of people (laughs) there was a bunch of people going after her after
1: that uh thomas said malibu lifestyle question mark and sharon replied with he was in malibu with his girlfriend danica last year which isn't true and does like he's living in malibu he's not allowed (laughs) to have free time and he's flying back for like games or something so, so, so i i
2: <laughs> that like it's so simple you i'm still laughing over you shouldn't have this opinion <laughs> yeah. okay and then, Th- thomas back
1: back to a comments back to sharon so that means he has a malibu lifestyle <laughs> and then he says to and he's from california so how dare he still live in california now pretty silly comments from you sharon said He is from NorCal and doesn't even go home when they had those horrible fires that destroyed a whole town right near where he grew up. Boom.
2: And then it's like you read far enough and you, I mean, you can just disqualify her and her (laughs) opinions just off her first comment. But if you read far enough, then it's like, okay, we can for sure disqualify her because like... None of that is true. No.
1: Well, I mean, there were some fires near his house, but some people got pissed that he like didn't put a bunch of stuff up, like you know, post to go fund me or whatever. But it's like ooh, what?
2: didn't he raise like a bunch of money?
1: I, I don't remember, but some people I don't know, people get pissed off if you know if you know if Jeff Bezos donates ten billion dollars, someone will say, Why didn't you donate a trillion? Mm. No, it's it's something like that. Yeah. And to finish off our little sharing bit here, Stephanie comments i'd like you to get out there and do better than him (laughs) and sharon replies okay i am not paid all that money to play i just grew up watching gb okay remember that she grew up watching gb and the drive and toughness of its leaders bart star s-t-a-r and brett farr oh no f-a-r-r and Aaron, it just seemed he was not playing with the drive last oh year's previous God. years. I think his girlfriend and LA style distracted him. When he didn't go to the fundraiser for the whole town that burned <laughs> to the ground where he grew up, that is a changed person. My daughter went to school at Chico and met him when he was a backup to Far. Once again, so she is she does not know Brett Favre's name. In two separate occasions, she wrote Far, F-A-R-R. And he was a regular guy. Living in Hollywood slash Malibu changes you. Look at Prince Harry <laughs> and his big Netflix documentary. So there you go. So everyone, try not to be a Sharon. Do not read the tabloids and do not read into the Malibu lifestyle. Well, I guess maybe we'll see this year, but I'm assuming that Aaron's going to play pretty well because, you know, he's Aaron Rodgers. Kyle, any more thoughts on our, on our friend Sharon?
2: It's, uh, it's just scary. Like... These people are among us. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, the,
1: the more you're on planet Earth, the more you find these stupid people, too. So, once again, just try not to be a stupid Packer fan or a dumb Packer fan. Please. But that is it for Dumb Packer Fan of the Week. But now... The weekly preview. Look, it's oh, here Here on out. Back we're ba- in the thick of it, baby. We're back to regular scheduling. We'll have our re- Ooh, I've always view. wanted to say this. Yeah. Back to regular scheduled programming. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah, and starting while you're listening now, this episode will be released on Wednesday, which is when we're planning on releasing all the episodes for every week for the upcoming year. Correct. So there you go. Back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. The Packers play the Vikings in...
2: Minnesota? Oh, big game. Oh, I, oh, Sunday
1: at noon Central Time. Uh, The Vikings are favored by two and a half points right now. They still haven't released the injury report or it, anything. It was but.
2: three all offseason, but it just recently moved damn. to two and a half. So, okay, I know you sarcastically went, damn, but, like, no, like, I think that's a big deal. I think the betting market is moving towards the Packers, and uh, not that that matters in who I think is going to win. It's just... It's interesting thing to keep tabs on.
1: I think I made the, the noise just because I was looking forward to. I was going to make the joke that that was uh, BC, which is before Cavs, before seeing AJ Green's tab, uh, Cavs. <laughs> so that's probably what made the line adjust a little bit there. Interesting, but I don't. Wait, I, who's Cavs?
2: AJ Dillon. Who did oh, I say? You, you said AJ Green. It's like oh. <laughs> AJ <laughs> Dillon. Yeah, maybe and it's more of his thighs I would say, but
1: Oh, okay. Your leg guy. I big right.
2: big uh what is it? Uh legs feed the wolves.
1: Oh yeah. Le- legs feed the wolf. Okay, how about this? If you're getting rotisserie chicken, are you eating the white meat or the dark meat? You can only eat one.
2: Dark meat 100%. That's what I say too White ne- white's just dry. White White seems to be the popular pick, but yeah, I don't get that at all. It's so dry.
1: I think people say white cuz they want to sound healthy. You know, give me the thighs, give me the leg. Though? I think so. I don't know. It,
2: Give me, seriously. I I, I I can't, I find it very hard to trust someone who prefers white meat over dark. I'm sorry. It
1: just tastes like a healthy meat, white chicken meat. It's like, I I need this mixed in. Like, if you got to
2: dress it up, yeah, with like gravy or some sort of sauce, then like that's not, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that just proves in and it itself it's not good standalone. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, no, agree, but yeah. Chicken back, talk, baby. Yeah, yeah, back to the Vikings and Packers. This is going to be a very interesting matchup. We don't know anything about either team right now, or at least too much.
2: We do know that <laughs> that cornerback room in Minnesota is... Uh, fuck, I, don't know how to, I don't know how to make a joke about how they're all young. They're um, young. They're spring they, chickens. Ooh, ooh, here we go. They haven't dropped their football balls. Ooh. Ooh okay. That that could have been a lot worse. That was pretty good actually. <laughs> could have been a lot better too. <laughs> but seriously, like they don't have a single cornerback that is that is in their third year. Like yeah, it's all it's, second year rookies.
1: It's we I I think there's three really big matchups. It's yes, that secondary against our receivers, not like we have a huge strength, but Devontae Adams lining up against whoever he's going to be lined up against. Food. Yeah, gonna look
2: at them like a plate of dark meat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So that's there. You go. That's one matchup. The our right tackle position and our offensive line overall going against that defensive line. I think that's pretty huge. We still don't know what our offensive line is going to look at. The depth chart right now says it should be going left to right: Bakhtiari, Elton, Lindsley, Lane Taylor, and then Billy. uh, Billy Turner. But who knows? You know, there's some rumors that we might kick Elton out to tackle and have wow. Lucas Patrick come in and play guard. You know, we've, we've, and we, <laughs> this is cool that we get to say this, you know, even in talking with Brett Good previously, this isn't, be it that was McCarthy, but we've had those games in the past where we played the Bears with literally four guards and mm. a center, you know. So maybe, you know, and LaFleur kept saying he wants the best five on the field. So maybe that does mean Elton Jenkins is playing over you know, a couple injured guys at tackle. The other matchup I'd be looking at too is just and once again, a very simple, the the offense, it takes a little bit longer to get going in the NFL very early on. I mean, especially if you're betting opening week, I would take unders, just take all the unders. Mm. And a very basic thing in football is running the ball. I think the Vikings are going to run the ball a lot. The biggest question mark for this defense is the run defense. So it's going to be a big game for Kirksey or whoever else we
2: have. Out in the middle of the field because that is going to be huge. I think Kenny will take it upon himself to not have to put such a big responsibility on Kirksey. I think he's gonna be able to dominate in the trenches, and I just that offensive line strikes zero fear into me.
1: That's that's the thing. Yeah, it's it's a little tic tac. You know, Delvin Cook's a really good running back, and their backup now is really Madison. Madison, he's he, I mean, it. If I were the Vikings, I don't know if I'd pay Dalvin Cook just because Madison looks like a pretty pretty great back as well. But I don't know, it's going to be I, I we should win in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's a repeat of last year where we can, you know, win both games against the Vikings. It's obviously as far as the regular season goes, one of the most important games for us just so we can talk shit with our yes. friends who are Vikings fans.
2: Yes, for those that don't know, um this rivalry is much more important to us. I will, me for sure. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's much more important just because of proximity of where we grew up. And well, and recent, recently, like the Vikings yeah. have just been more competitive. And yeah, I'll just always have such a deep, unfiltered hatred for the Vikings. And I don't think that's ever. Gonna, and I, I still hate the Bears, but it's just not on the same level as the Vikings. I so. for,
1: I forgot about this, and I haven't been able to tell this story on the podcast, but now I will. I can tell my Anthony Barr story. Ooh. Have I told you this? I have had maybe. Probably. So um, back it must have been 2018, 2017, it was the second year uh, of US Bank Stadium, and I went out to, you know, I was I was young, I was crazy, I was wild. I <laughs> went out to Cowboy Slims here in Minneapolis in Uptown. Went to Cowboy Slims, looked over, and I'm like, there is a massive human at the bar. And I double checked, I'm like, holy shit, I think that's Anthony Barr. Walk up to him, I'm like, are you Anthony Barr? <laughs> he's like, yep. I'm like, oh, my name's Spencer. Nice to meet you. I'm a big Packer fan. I wish you didn't play in our division. Uh, got to talking to him. And at the time, Dayton Jones had just signed with the Vikings. So I was like, oh, Dayton, your buddy Dayton. They both went to UCLA. I was like, oh, your buddy Dayton's with you. I think he's, he'll play well. And he's like, eh, whatever. I don't I don't remember what he said. I brought up. So then I brought up to him. I said, I've already circled October, whatever, for when the Packers come, come to town. So I can mm-hmm. finally watch the Watch the Packers here. And I shit you not. He said, Yeah, we're probably gonna take an L that day. I swear to God. And I was kind of taken back. I, I love like, that. What really? He's like, Yeah, and he said, It's like, you know, it's just a rivalry game. They always play us hard, and it's Aaron Rodgers. It's tough to stop Aaron Rodgers. Fast forward three, four, five months, whatever it ended oh, up being. Oh wait. It, this was all Pre broken collarbone, Aaron oh, Rodgers, no. and he ended up being the guy who actually, you know, <laughs> was the reason that the Packers didn't win that game.
2: I don't know how, but hundred percent your fault.
1: <laughs> yeah. eh, I would you, like to you definitely not. just
2: put that energy out there, and I don't know what you did, but you caused you you probably just pissed them off. And he thought, I don't know.
1: No, he liked me. He shook he shook my hand, and I said, "Hey, good luck this year, but not too much luck." That's what I said. Uh, I had a
2: little quip, ha ha, and then you get a little chuckle out of him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then I I left. We went <sighs> our separate ways, and he, you know, broke one of my favorite players' bones. That's so fucked. But yeah, uh, that's it for um, talking about Anthony Barr. Kyle, <laughs> what what are your predictions <laughs>
2: for the game this week? Um, I you you keep saying, you know. It takes a while for the offense to get going, and I agree. But I just think second year, really no new pieces that are going to be heavily used on offense. So I think everyone's going to be on the same page. You know, communication and and audibles at the line, which 12 loves doing, and extending the plays. I just think, again, from 10 points a year ago in the opener, <sighs> I, think, I think we can get on the board a lot more than that. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so I'm going to go... 28 14 good guys
1: 28 14 okay okay not bad ah, that's not probably the
2: worst you said take all the I wonder what the OU is uh probably like 43 28 14 though that's my okay. that's my guess I'll look it up while you are I talking. am
1: going to go with a similar score I think the Green Bay Packers will win 21 to 13 that's okay. what that's what I'm going it's with kind a little of a, a battle yeah, slobber knocker yeah a little low scoring I think it'll it, I there's a good chance that it'll end up being a pretty boring game. I mean, one these I play, I don't was, agree with that at all. There was no pre- preseason; these are, it's early in the year. It's probably going to be a lot of ugly football. If this both weekend.
2: teams just went out there and ran fullback dives for sixty minutes straight, <laughs> it wouldn't be boring to me. I mean, we have football. I mean, let's just put it in perspective for a second. Baby. I know, football, baby. Everything's going. It, it's weird because it's you know
1: it's Tuesday. We still haven't had. Football. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I pointed at Kyle for him to repeat football, football and he forgot. (laughs) But, you know, I think once we sit down on the couch on Sunday and you have, you know, the Packer game going on one TV and the red zone on another, Mm. everything will feel right and normal again. So hopefully that normalcy will start this week. So,
2: yeah, the line as it sits, Minnesota minus 2.5, over under 45.5. So we both have it going under.
1: Okay, yep. Well,
2: bold predictions, first bold prediction of the
1: year for Ooh. those who might not have joined us last year bold predictions. We have and it's actually something we would do at Lambo before going to games. You and your brothers would always come up with bold predictions mm-hmm. for the game. I remember Tailgating my getting classic. Yeah, to throw it back, I remember my first one was like a Justin Perillo touchdown. Nice. So, that's where we're at. Kyle, what is your bold prediction for the no, game? No, you go ahead. I insist. Me? Well, no, Kyle, you I went
2: first. You you uh yeah, you have to go first this time. Uh, okay. Um, bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. So it's not mild prediction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. I, I think I did this one a few times last year, but I just, I like being zany and outside of the box. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jamal Williams receiving yep. touchdown.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Is that bold enough?
1: I mean, I think before you had a
2: Jamal. Should Will- I mix in maybe just no, no. I'm no. I'm gonna stay with that receiving touchdown. Okay, the number two back. If the- I was gonna get real zany and real outside the box, I would say two total touchdowns. Okay, but
1: I think that's what you let's, did before. I did
2: that a lot, but yeah. Let's just go. With Jamal Williams start at light. They're gonna be on like the 17 yard line, second and four. I was gonna say it's gonna be a screen. It's gonna be Rogers is gonna be under center. It's gonna be three wide, single back with Jamal. He's going to snap it. He's going to do a, a play action. And where the action is going is where Williams is going to run his route. And then he's going to dump it off to him. He's going to make two guys miss. And then he's going to score.
1: Okay. Got it. That would be crazy if that actually happened. But it probably won't. All right. Well, that's a lot less bold than your uh, season predictions. But I'll let you have it. I'm going to go with the one that I did a lot last year. But I'm going to up it a little mm. bit. Because, you know, these are bold predictions, Kyle. Whoa. We want them all to be Whoa. bold. The season one's... You know, they can be mild. <laughs> Kingsley Kiki, two sacks.
2: No. Ooh, I, st- wow. I still don't think well he doesn't have wow. he doesn't have
1: any career sacks
2: currently. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's like whew. I mean That's like a billion percent more. Yeah, that implies that like he's gonna beat Zedarius there twice. And mm-hmm. oh, okay, I like it. That is okay. bold enough for me. Good, perfect. Well that's that's why we have the
1: bold predictions. But yeah, I'm looking looking forward to football finally, finally coming up. But that's uh, oh god, I almost forgot Kyle. It's our favorite time of the week. Uh oh. If you haven't, please (laughs) I still don't know if I'm actually surprising or not. Subscribe. Leave us a five star (laughs) rating if you enjoyed it. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but either way, hey, just be a friend, you know. We put some time into this. This is and this is a great time to rate because it's right before the season. Right in the
2: season, we'll you know, weekly episodes. Yeah let's let's we're in this together come on
1: yeah make you know be a positive part of the algorithm to pop us up some more people listen you know we're just two idiots who are talking about the green bay packers every week but if you leave a rating or a review take a screenshot of your review dm it to us on twitter at pmp pod or you can email it to us at pmppodcast at gmail and we will send you a free koozie with our logo on it and we'll also send you a face mask if we still have some ooh. we will see as you heard from our commercial They're flying off the shelves yes so be be prepared everyone but other than that uh, Kyle I do not have anything else do you have anything else
2: mm, oh I do have w- one thing yeah fuck the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> <Okay>. forever <laughs> I forever that's
1: the first time you've actually had something and I like I really like that a lot because it's Thank true you. but um, ask that's me it. again you, Kyle do you have anything else besides that Okay, well, with that, Coulter Wall,
0: please don't well, sue us. Go, go, go. i fit was I for the scarlet Bounties, Stanley New he's drunkard down and loudies. I know some boys that I once called family, mounted high in the year of 85. Major Stewart went down and he left his couch back and forth, McLeod, when the new circle. on the prow and send a boy and needs straighten her out Rocky mountain Rangers riding o'er the plains, serve all the western cavalry thats done any stranger Rocky mountain Rangers well fit for danger mounted high in the ear. Hills. We drank up our fill and...